0: You know what it is. It's your boy
1: Dane Martinez, aka Speeds, aka The Spittin' Statistician, and you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out, of course, to our listeners on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio. I even hear now the little birdie told me there's a rumor you may be able to watch us also on the Fantasy Network YouTube stream. I got my boy Chris Bavona, the bounty hunter, with me on. On the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam going into a summertime weekend. It is a Friday happy hour right here at Studio 34 and Rock and Riley's. We got a great show for you on a Friday. There are some reactions. There's already been some games in the second week of preseason and there are some important takeaways. I think there is another quarterback controversy in the NFL, not only in Denver, not only in Cleveland, not only in Houston. I think you can officially add. Jacksonville to the list, and we will talk about why. We are only one week away from Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, and so you know we got to update the buzz, even talk about what is this hashtag McGregor challenge going on, and we're going to take a little bit of a look as to why this fight is going to break all sorts of records. As you know, we've been spotlighting the AFC South all week long. We're going to recap it because my man Chris Bavona was not not here earlier in the week when we talked about Jacksonville, when we talked about Indianapolis, when we talked about Houston. So we're going to get his take on some of those other AFC South teams as well. And as you know, this summer we have been working to crown the greatest sports movie of all time. We have finally gotten to the final four we are going to break down the best four movies that you guys voted on we had a change in the polls yesterday there was one movie that was leading it flip-flopped over the course of the day so i'll tell you who the four entries are and then i'm looking forward to potentially being joined by my man howie balaban we're gonna break it all down i'm also gonna maybe talk about like i mentioned yesterday Hmm. Celebrations in the NFL: What's legal, what's not, and why they just need to change the whole. Process all together. I'm your boy Dane Martinez Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician. You could holler at me this hour if you want at 844 843 6879. Everybody listening on TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, or on the YouTube stream, we appreciate it. I got a poll question up right now, okay? At FNTSY Radio, at Spittin' Speeds, where you could ask me questions or follow me. The question is quite simple Who should be the Jaguars' starting quarterback this season? Your choices are Is it Blake portal Service, or is it my man Chad Heneala Vodka? We've got some interesting responses to it. We're going to dive into that later on in the show. When we come back, though, my takeaways from the three games of preseason week two that happened yesterday, and we're going to talk a little Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor as well. The big fight is only one week away. Come on right back as we drop stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: Let's go. Go! Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in depth features you will find inside the 2017 rotoexperts.com exclusive edge fantasy football package. Plus, you get a full year of in season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive edge fantasy football package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio and check out for your special discount.
1: Can't keep running away. A little far side for you. Chris Pavona, bringing us back. It's the fantasy freestyle right here. On the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network on TuneIn Radio, on iHeartRadio. Radio and also, yo, get us, you can download us on iTunes, on Google Play you can get the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, you can follow me on Twitter at and Speeds, so many ways to be part of the show, you could also call in at 844-843-6879 let's get right into it as we slide into a summertime weekend, news and notes from around the leagues, in Major League Baseball Cubs starting pitcher John Lester was sent to the DL, he has shoulder Fatigue and it's important now They gotta you know I would say sit him Down right now so that he could be good You know next month as they get into a Playoff run Blue Jays closer Roberto Ozuna he has the Flu he will not be with the team Tonight remember he also missed some time Earlier in the year with you know what was described as kind of like anxiety right so keep an eye out on that ryan teppera would be the next man up to get a save should the blue jays need it tonight phillies outfielder odabel herrera is out for his now fourth straight game uh they are considering putting him on the dl that's bad for season-long fantasy owners he got a 17 game hitting streak where he's hitting over 375 so bad timing for the phillies and for odabel herrera also cardinal starting pitcher Adam Wainwright is going back to St. Louis for an exam. His fastball has been sitting in the low 80s recently. He admitted also having discomfort in his arm. That is something to keep an eye on as well. Also... We're going to be talking about this as a theme later on in the AFC South, but uh, beat reporters are all over this down in Jacksonville saying that Blake Bortles may have just loosened his grip on the job down there in Jacksonville. You know Doug Marone and Todd Coughlin have a short leash. Uh, Doug Marone was not pleased after the game last night, so we're going to get into that because that was one of the big games last night. Okay, The Tampa Bay Bucs and the Jacksonville Jaguars. First of all, on the – Tampa side. Jameis Winston looks sharp, except for one or two plays. I was watching this game, and Jameis Winston made one ridiculous attempt. He was going down, falling backward when they were in the red zone, threw it up for grabs in the end zone. It was, of course, picked off by a defender. He was lucky that they called his forward progress stopped, and he was down by contact. But those are the kinds of plays that Jameis Winston needs to cut out. I thought it was interesting also, remember the kicking drama on hard knocks with Tampa. Nikki Falk missed a kick had an extra point blocked, so that is not necessarily settled just yet for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but the story is truly in Jacksonville. Blake Bortles, 8 of 13 for 65 yards, no confidence, under-throwing balls. This after this week in practice when Allen Robinson got a little heated. You may have seen on social media him yelling at his quarterback, saying to keep the ball in bounds. There was truly no confidence in that huddle and with that team with Blake Bortles under center. It looked completely different with Chad Henney, okay? Chad Henney came in and looked like a real quarterback. I'm telling you, he only went 6 of 10, but if you watched his games, there were two complete drops by wide receivers in the end zone. There was another drop. Chad Henney looked good. I mean, he looked like a real NFL quarterback. The ball came out quicker. He was decisive, and I'm telling you, the team responded. I think just like how last week everybody knew Aguayo was getting cut after uh, the game, I think everybody kind of knows how this story is going to end. I said it earlier in the week when we previewed the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is not a good situation for Blake Bortles. Check out what Doug Marone had to say after this. And I quote, I'm looking for someone who's going to lead this offense. Everyone saw it out there. Whatever you want to call it, I'm still trying to evaluate who the best person is at that position. I'm not happy with the performance. I'm not going to sit here and BS anymore. He continues, we're going to figure this thing out. It's just simple. I'm not going to try and make this thing complicated. I'm looking for the best person to lead our offense. That sounds to me like he's about to make the decision that that person is actually Chad Heneala Vodka, man. Also, we had the Buffalo Bills against the Philadelphia Eagles. In this game, let me tell you something. I think this was something of a coming out party for Zay Jones. Zay Jones only caught three balls, but he looked smooth. He looked nice out there. I'll tell you who didn't, and that's Tyrod Taylor, who continues to struggle. He went only 8 of 18. This, after struggling in the preseason opener as well, was picked off twice. Once by the newest Philadelphia Eagles, Ronald Darby. He looked good with a couple of pass breakups and the interception. Carson Wentz, also looked good in this game. Started to build a chemistry with Alshon Jeffrey, who taught two balls for 26 yards. Carson Wentz, man. Carson Wentz, 6 of 9, continues to look good. Um, The other point I want to make about this game, though, you may have seen it, you may not have. Malcolm Jenkins, during the uh, National Anthem, put his fist up, did one of those raised fist salutes, okay? But the interesting one about this is defensive lineman Chris Long, who is white, stood with him and had his arm around him literally during this display. And he said after the game, I think it's a good time for people who look like me to be there for people that are fighting for equality. Important to note here, Chris Long went to UVA, is a UVA alum. Obviously juxtaposed the events down there in Virginia last week. The other game I want to talk about is Baltimore Ravens and the Miami Dolphins who played last night. Jay Cutler was out there. He looked decent, three out of six for 24 yards. He was only in their two series, but here's the thing I want to note. The thing I want to note is that he was locked in on Devontae Parker. My man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, has said before. That Jay Cutler likes to lock in on one receiver, and I think that receiver is going to be Devontae Parker. I think you need to move Parker up in some of your rankings and look, him, look at him a little bit higher than he is going drafted right now. I think he is going to be the prime target for Jay Cutler in Miami. He, even after the game, called Devontae Parker, quote unquote, a faster version of Alshon Jeffrey. On the other side of things, in Baltimore, I didn't think Matt Ryan Mallet looked that great. He was getting a little bit of praise, but he was just over 50% completion percentage. He also threw two picks. That is something to keep an eye on. You know who you don't need to worry about, though, in Baltimore? Kicker Justin Tucker. He did it again. Hit from over 50 yards. He even recovered a fumble on the ensuing kickoff. This guy, I got to tell you, and it may sound silly, this guy is trending towards being a Hall of Fame kicker. Yep. I said it. All right, though. We got to keep moving, though, here on the Fantasy Freestyle where we drop stats over beats. We are now only one week away from the fight of the year that we have been talking about for a while. Of course, I'm talking about Conor McGregor. And the money man, Floyd Mayweather. Um, they got this thing out there right now on social media that's trending. Hashtag McGregor challenge. It's people that are like doing a video of Conor McGregor, how he loosens up. He calls it, you ready for this? The dangerous noodle. A lot of people are trying to mock Conor McGregor and some of his activities as he trains, as he spars, because he is not a real world class boxer. A lot of people are doing it. Check out the hashtag McGregor challenge. Although I will say this, MMA instructor, Shaolin Heboa also did this, but said that it is a legit exercise to uh, warm up and stress and get loose. So maybe McGregor is onto something. We shall see. But the real thing is how this fight continues to just be a money-making machine. Check this out. This fight, Dana White says, is already the biggest event to ever happen in combat sports. Okay, they are projecting four point nine million pay-per-view buys. That would surpass the record that was set when Floyd Mayweather fought Manny Pacquiao a few years back of four point six million. There is already ticket sales of over sixty million dollars. The record is seventy two million, but they're gonna surpass that. Part of the reason the the tickets are the same, but this fight is not happening, you know, on the strip in one of the it's happening at the T Mobile Arena, and that has 3,000 more seats. So they're going to surpass that record as well. Conor McGregor, and he's not even, you know, making no bones about this. He's saying that his plan after the fight is to, quote-unquote, relax on his yacht and begin the counting game. He's projected to make over $100 million on this fight. As we know, Floyd is scheduled to clear maybe a quarter of a billion dollars, although it sounds like a good chunk of that needs to go to the tax man. I'll tell you this. I'm about to make my bet on this fight. I'm going to do it next week because, like my man Gabe Lawrence, he told me, if we keep on waiting, the price is going to go down even more right now the lines continue to move spectacularly somehow in conor mcgregor's favor floyd mayweather is now down to minus 500 in some places in vegas most places have them somewhere between minus 550 and minus 575 i actually think these minus 500s what they're doing is trying to lure the big floyd mayweather bet and then it's going to go right back up but i'm going to tell you something next week we are going to talk about this fight they're going to be prop bets up I'm I'm telling you right now, I'm looking to shop lines, get Floyd Mayweather to win. If I can get it under five bucks, I will do so. And if I can get Floyd Mayweather by unanimous decision, I might have to sprinkle a couple of shekels on that. When we come back, we're going to bring in my man Chris Bavona, the bounty hunter, and we're going to take a look at the AFC South, a little bit of a deeper look, because as you know, I think there's a quarterback controversy in Jacksonville, and we're going to catch up, catch up my man Chris. Bavona on all the analysis we did on teams like the Jaguars, like the Colts, and the Houston Texans that he missed out on earlier in the week. So be sure to come back for that. AFC South preview coming up right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network with your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds and Spits and Statistician. Come on right back.
0: Yeah, yeah. RuggleExperts.com Executive Edge Fantasy Football Black brand
1: new for 2017 rotoexperts.com presents the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package roll with me through the 2017 season as I get you ready to draft and dominate all season long it's only going to cost you 20 bucks to win your fantasy league this year hell you spend 10 times that on a Friday night and leave empty handed the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package features articles, videos, and rankings that will help you be the man in your home, office, or high stakes leagues plus you get private access to the Fantasy Executive Snapchat where you can interact with me directly. Head on over to rotoexperts.com and sign up for the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Chill with me all season long and win big in 2017 with the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package powered by rotoexperts.com. You know what, OPP? You know what, OPP? I would explain what OPP is, but we do not have enough time for that. Naughty by Nature bringing us back as we drop stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, Tune in Radio, iHeart Radio as well. You can also download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, okay? This way, you get everything for free, whether it's live or on demand. It could be the Fantasy Freestyle with your homeboy, Speeds, the spittin' statistician. It could be the DFS lineup lock show with my man, the 1099G Tony Sincata. It could be the fantasy Best Friends Forever with Frank Stanfill, Greg Sussman, and Mike Florio. It could be my man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive on the Fantasy Football Frenzy on Target with Jake Seeley, the all-in kid and my man Joey Pizza Pizza. So many things and it's all free. We help you get what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. I want to bring in my man Chris Bavona with me for this segment. Hey Chris, I missed you earlier in the week. You were a little bit, you were away, you were over in Tennessee doing big things. I hope you enjoyed yourself. We were talking about the AFC South and so I want to get your opinion on some of these teams. I know Talking about Jacksonville a little bit later on. You were back by the time we were talking the Tennessee Titans and exotic smash mouth on Thursday. So I want to get your take on the Indianapolis Colts and on the Houston Texans as well. First in Indianapolis, I gotta tell you, man, this Andrew Luck thing is now starting to uh, you know put fear in my heart, okay? First of all, I do not like to spend up and use the draft capital for quarterbacks anyway, right? But what are you thinking about this Andrew Luck uh, news? Or do you think that this is going to linger further into the season? And do you think that Andrew Luck might slip because of this? Would you downgrade guys like T.Y. Hilton? Would you downgrade guys like Dante Moncrief and Jack Doyle? This Andrew Luck thing is completely scaring me off
0: the Indianapolis Colts. How do you Feel about it Chris. The funny thing is is that uh, with andrew luck i 've been fearing this guy since last year uh, his, his injury his, he's injury prone, and the one thing that we i've never really hear about on, on this channel is the offensive line. It has yes. not been improved. Whatsoever, So I, I've always been worried about uh, uh, drafting Andrew Luck, especially some people trying to draft him in the sixth or seventh round. Yep. I'm staying away from him. I'm not going to fall far away from T.Y. Hilton, but he's definitely in no way am I taking him in the second or third round. If he could fall to the fourth round, i say that's a pretty good spot for him. I think he'll still get his targets no matter what. But even with Andrew Luck being – even if he does come back and he's healthy – I can't see him not getting hit enough times. Where you're going, right. every hit you're going. Oh my God! Yeah. Please, please don't be hurt. Please don't be hurt. Absolutely. I don't want. I, I don't want that in the back of my head for my quarterback.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I'd rather, like we've been talking about on the fantasy freestyle for a couple of weeks now. I'd rather wait, be one of the last people in my league that gets my quarterback, and I'm happy with it being Philip Rivers or Marcus Mariota or Matthew Stafford or you know one of those guys. Okay. What about as we look to the Houston Texans? Here's my theory on the Texans. Chris, my theory is that they're going to get much better quarterback play, whether it's Deshaun Watson or Tom Savage. I don't care which one it is, because it will not be the $72 million noose around the neck of the franchise that was there last year. And I'm talking about Brock Osweiler. Right. So I think that has a big time impact for their main skill players. I'm talking about Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller is someone I am high on. He was running back 19. However, he missed some time. He could have easily been running back like 12 or 13. I have him this year as high as running back 10 because I think that you're going to have to respect the passing offense of the Houston Texans in a way that you did not last year. And Bill O'Brien in that offense is going to be able to return to what they tried to do at the beginning of the year last year, which was give Lamar Miller 20-25 touches a game. I also believe This is going to be a huge bump to DeAndre Hopkins' value this fantasy football season. DeAndre Hopkins in what was known for him as a bad year still had over 900 yards, still caught like 75 to 80 balls. And here's the thing. DeAndre Hopkins had 151 targets and only caught 78 of them. That 51% uh, catch rate is one of the lowest in the NFL, especially for a stud wide receiver. I don't think that's DeAndre Hopkins' fault. I think that was Brock Osweiler's fault. So when you look at it, I think that serviceable quarterback play, even if it's Tom Savage, Tom Savage keyed in on Hopkins. In a couple of games last year 12 13 14 targets. I think that makes DeAndre Hopkins the wide receiver one that he truly is and back into the top 12. I have him I believe as wide receiver 10 or 11. I'm expecting a big bounce back from DeAndre Hopkins. I'm expecting a big bounce back from Lamar Miller. I also love this defense with the return of J.J. Watt to now pair with the ascending Jadavion Clowney and Whitney Merciless. I love this defense defense i like this team to be a playoff contender this year what do you think about my love for bounce back years of lamar miller and deandre hopkins chris
0: deandre hopkins i'm still a little bit low on i I, it's more a matter of I, i need to see it to believe it before i actually start thinking all right maybe i can take deandre hopkins as my wide receiver one i'm still a little bit questionable on the quarterback situation on savage or watson you might be right, but I, I, I'm just a little bit questionable about that. Lamar Miller, if he's healthy, I think he is one of the top running backs. I think he's a smash-mouth type of runner, and I think the way that the Texans are going to have are, are going to be victorious this season and be able to get to the top of the AFC South, which I believe that they will be, is through their defense and through running. And that really it really is a matter of Lamar Miller's health.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. You and my man Gabe Morancy, who follows us on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network with Red Heat and Rage, you guys both think that these Texans are the class of the division. I actually think it will be the Tennessee Titans and Exotic Smash mouth. I think they've done a lot of good things to support Marcus Mariota going into year three. I think that, however, you need to think about potential regression in terms of the opportunities for DeMarco Murray. Now that maybe the handcuffs will be off, you got opportunities for guys like Eric Decker, Rashard Matthews, and the rookie wide receiver Corey Davis. So I think that that means less attempts for DeMarco Murray and less targets for Delaney Walker. But I like what the the Tennessee Titans have done. I believe they win the AFC South. But now let's talk about these Jacksonville Jaguars, Chris. When I was with Mike Florio earlier on in the week, I actually said, this is before the preseason game last night, I actually said that the leash will be short on Blake Bortles because Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone do not have the patience for this. I thought we could see Chad heneala Vodka at some point this season. Now after the game yesterday, the buzz, there's more smoke, there might be fire when we're talking about this. There have even been some beat reporters saying that Blake Bortles might get cut by the Jaguars this year. Check this out. Blake Bortles has the worst winning percentage of any quarterback ever taken in the top three of the NFL draft in the common draft era. His winning Percentage is 244. I li- like the presence that the Chad Henney had. I all you know, I think that Chad Henny vodka could be the new starter. There's a poll question up right now at FNTSY Radio at Spittin' Speeds. 61% of you agree with me, thinking that Chad Henny could be the starter of the Jacksonville Jaguars. My man Tony Sincata even thinks it could be Brandon Allen, the former Arkansas Razorback product. And I big shout out to Molly, Dr. Milesworth on Twitter who says a mannequin could start for the Jacksonville Jaguars better than Blake Bortles. And also John Cole out there on Twitter who says maybe the Jags should have drafted Patty Mahomes in round one instead of Fournette and then taken Dalvin Cook at the beginning of round two. Interesting ideas there. Um, Hey, Chris, what do you think? You think it could be Chad Henney?
0: I really hope not. For the Jaguars' sake, I really hope not. The sad thing is that... This isn't a far-fetched comment to say. It really is not. I mean, I hope so because I do think Blake Bortles does have that cannon, and I, I just can't believe it because he does have—he does—he have, has good weapons around him with Allen Robinson. Oh, the Alan weapons Ertz.
1: aren't the problem.
0: And, yeah, I, I mean, let me tell you something. I am very high on Leonard Fournette. I, maybe I might even be a, a little too high on him, but. I, Fair enough. The defense is good, too.
1: Maybe serviceable play from the quarterback position is all these Jaguars need. And because they're building up the weapons, because they're building up the defense, maybe it's time to pull the plug on the Blake Bortles experiment. But you know what you need to do? Keep it locked to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And also go to RotoExperts.com and get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. We got the king, Scott Angle. We got the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. We got FSWA Award winners, Bobby McMahon and Brandon murchison and also my man Corey parson the fantasy executive he's got the executive edge super premium package and chris we got a little something promoting that we got nice verses to drop about Corey parson and the fantasy executive package don't we this is the kind of heat you can get on the fire with Corey parson the fantasy executive drop it on him chris
2: rhymes. check it my dude Corey Parson has the industry on red alert. Similar to David Johnson when he gets the first. Every morning catch him on the Roto experts with the dopest shirts on the whole entire network. Beats get blitzed when I rip him to this. Laugh like the this I'm dicks when he's picking a six. Yeah, my man comes correct yeah. with the premium tips. Cause losing ain't an option. All we do is win ships. Even my bitch dudes are getting TDs. See, I'm far from a saint, but this game is a breeze. And a player on my under the Is Getting cut, up, Bill Belly. Belich- Check sleeves, what? the fantasy exec is taking over the town. Strictly hot stake leagues, no joking around. On the mic I get open like Antonio Brown. At the end of every season, we'll be holding the crown.
1: Yeah. Cashman. Roto Experts, the Fantasy Executive. executive. You know what it is. That's a hot light fire right there. You know how we do it, dropping stats over beats. My man Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, giving it to you. You can use the promo code DANE, D-A-N-E, for the Corey Parson, the Executive Edge super premium package. Check it out when we come back. Chris, I think we're going to have, hopefully, a special guest to break down with us. The final four of the greatest sports movie of all time tournament. I am very excited to see what you guys think. What will be crowned the greatest sports movie of all time next week? Keep it locked right here to Fantasy Freestyle. See what we think right after this. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician, holding you down on a Friday with my man, the bounty hunter, Chris Cavona, on the ones and twos. And listen... If you have been listening to this show all summer long, you know one of the things that we've been doing as we put the fun in functional sports radio is that we have been running the 64 movie tournament to consider and crown the greatest sports movie of all time. We had a baseball region, we had a basketball region, we had a football region, and we had something of a wild card region as well, and we have finally arrived at the final four, so I am excited right now. To bring in one of the most serious voters and responders to this competition all summer long Howie Balaban joins us He is also the play-by-play guy upstate in New York for the Niagara Falls Power Hawks And a personal friend of mine from back in the day Howie, how are you doing? Glad to have you on
3: Dane, I got news for you, man It's been a long time since we spoke We're getting old I know. But yeah, it's fun. it's fun to be on. How you been? I've been, you been great.
1: I've been great. Listen, first of all, I appreciate all the support. I appreciate all the uh, answers to the polls. Uh, I want to ask you this. We've now arrived at our final four, Howie. We've got Rocky. That was the one seed that won You know, the wild card region. We have Varsity Blues. That is the Cinderella story in the football region was the seven seed. Even took out Rudy in what I thought was something of a surprise. White men can't jump in the basketball region. And after a vote that flip-flopped a lot of times, okay, when we came off air last night, it was Major League up by about 10 percentage points. However, the Sandlot and Wendy Peppercorn and You're Killing Me Smalls rallied all the way back. The Sandlot actually won and got into the Final Four with a 51-49 margin. Which of these movies, Howie, was kind of the biggest surprise to you winning their region?
3: Oh, that's a tough question. Let's see. Um, well, Sandlot beating Major League, that's a thats a toss-up. Right. You can't really say there's an upset there.
1: Yep, only 51-49, um, 40, so that was real close.
3: Right. White man can jump. I, I was tweeting earlier today. I finally got a chance to watch it. Wesley Snipes was playing the same character in that, that he played in Major League. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Pretty much,
1: you're absolutely um, right. And that was
3: a... Uh, and White Was it was what seed? A one? A three? It was the three seed. You, you were it was what, the, the
1: three biggest, seed, yeah.
3: Okay. The big, and the biggest upset, as far as I'm concerned, is probably the one you mentioned. Uh, it would be Varsity Blues taking out something like Rudy. But. In the final four, I don't think Varsity Blues has enough steam. It's okay, to so, take down Rocky.
1: So let's go there. It will be. It sets up right now to, on one side of the bracket, be Varsity Blues and Rocky. Now, Rocky, as Chris Pavona likes to let us know, um, has, in fact, won the award, the Oscar for Best Picture in 1976. This is something of a David and Goliath matchup. Do you see any way that the dream Cinderella run of Varsity Blues continues? Because, Howie, back in our day when we were watching it, you know, we used to watch this movie a lot, you know, back in the Brew 1 days, you know, um, watch what the... I'm aware of that. Exactly. So do you think it has any chance to upseat the the giant Rocky?
3: I think you you put it best, the recency bias, but the thing is, if you're flipping the channels, you're not going to find Varsity Blues on TNT or TBS or whatever. You're going to find Rocky. Rocky has the greater staying power. I think Rocky is going to win, and like I tweeted the other day to you guys, any movie that creates... Five sequels and a new franchise, and you know there's a line in Rocky 2 when Adrian wakes up and says, "I want you to do something for me. Win. What are we waiting for? It's gonna win.
1: All right, fair enough. It's
3: got the montages and everything else. Yeah, I like that. Hey, that's that's where my vote.
1: Let me bring you in, Bavona. What do you think about Howie's call here? That Rocky, uh, also on the strength of spawning this franchise with as many sequels, and you know, even having the Creed movie now, like 25 years later, Chris, do you agree that uh, Rocky
0: is the deserving
1: favorite here in the final four?
0: Oh, without a doubt. I mean, Howie just not nailed him around the head. The funny thing is, is that. I had picked Major League to win it all this uh, in this uh, tournament, and obviously I was wrong. And I actually thought if Major League was going to go up against Rocky, it was the only movie out of all of these teams that had even just a little bit of chance to, uh, to defeat Rocky. But now that that movie's out, th- there's no doubt. There's absolutely no doubt. How can you, how can you not pick Rocky? like? That's how right, I, that's my. Thought. All
1: right. So listen, we've had huge one seeds enter the final four before and actually get upset, man. I don't know, because here's the thing. When you look at the other side of this bracket, right, Rocky got to the Final Four with 61% of the vote up against its regional finalist uh, Caddyshack, right? White men can't jump, however, in the basketball region, got in with 65% of the vote. Maybe the um, base, as you know, you know, a lot of conversations right now about people and their base and their base, you know, some people's base is only 30%. White men can't jump has a base of 65%. Do you think that that wave can push them over? Let's look at the other side of the bracket here. White men can't jump against Sandlot. Now, Howie, I know you love Sandlot. I know you loved Major League as well. White men can't jump is a little new for you. How do you think this side of the bracket plays out? Sandlot against white men can't jump.
3: Speaking as somebody who... Chris, I know you said you saw a movie the first time uh, a week or so ago when you guys were debating one of the one of the brackets. I forget which one it was. So I did my research today, and, Dane, it cost me four bucks. I had to put, you know, White Men Can't Jump on demand. But uh, I, uh, as a parent, I can watch Sample Out with my kids and not have to worry. Uh, okay. White Men Can't Jump, not necessarily in case. And I have a question, Dane, because you, you've mentioned a couple times the last couple days about how White Men Can't Jump ranks really highly it up does. there for
1: you. It does.
3: Where where Gloria go I yeah. want closure. Where did he go? Did that's she my off the set and, uh, and fair the enough. Fair happened? enough.
1: No, no, I agree. I agree with you. That's interesting, and that is part of the reason why I am so in love with this movie. It is, in fact, for Gloria and foods that start with the letter Q and understanding the symptoms of dry-mouthedness. I love me some Rosie Perez, okay? But I think that what happened, right, she goes off and actually does, in fact, leave Billy Ho. But the... The, the message for that is that like the bond that him and Sidney Dean created as the team to kin on to strive and go ahead and face what it was like the king and duck in that two-on-two game at the very end, that that even trumped love, that the competition and striving for the game, you know, like don't hate the player, hate the game, that that was even above the relationship that he had with the incredible Rosie Perez. But you ask a good question. What do you think about that, Chris? What happens there ultimately? And then, you know, I think it's interesting how they have to... He's still has to take the picture with the Stooky brothers as though he gets roughed up or killed even though he pays him back. I think that was interesting. Chris, what do you think actually takes place at the end of White Man Can't Jump? It's a cliffhanger, kind of, huh?
0: It is kind of a weird cliffhanger. I mean, I, I kind of... I. I kind of do it like with The Sopranos. Right, It just right. faded to black, and it's over. Go get a new show.
1: All right, so fair enough, guys. Now let's get to the ultimate. Let's get to this ultimate question here. It seems like you guys are both saying Rocky. I want to start with you first, Howie. Who do you think will be the ultimate championship matchup? On one side, Rocky versus Varsity Blues. On the other, the Sandlot against White Man Can't Jump. Give me your final and your ultimate champion,
2: Howie.
3: Okay. Uh, well, you've pretty much picked up how I'm going to vote. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose Rocky over Varsity Blues for the reasons I expressed, yep. and now I'm going to choose The Sandlot, only because it's more quotable, it's more rewatchable. You're killing like me, Smalls. In, again, like, I know I'm killing you, and I'm sorry, but, you know, heroes get remembered and legends never die, and I wouldn't really call, you know, Billy and Sydney heroes. Fair. I would call Benny the Jet a legend.
1: Alright, fair enough So you have Rocky then And Sandlot in the champion Does that mean Who do you got winning it all?
3: Um, there's no losers But uh, someone's got to lose um, I will go with Rocky But Sandlot goes the distance
1: Fair enough Hey Chris, how do you see The final four playing out?
0: Howie kind of just took the words right out of my okay. mouth completely. I actually agree with him wholeheartedly. Uh, I think Rocky is obviously a classic. As much as we love the whipped cream bikini and Varsity Blues, I love John Moxon. I love all those guys, but it, it's Rocky versus John yep. Voight. Come White. on now, like let, let's 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 be honest here. And on the other side, just like just like how he said, uh, San Juan is just much more quotable. It's it's much more fam- family family friendly fun. Uh, I think. I feel like our listeners will vote for that over white Man can't jump. So, sorry, Dane.
1: All right, so you've got Rocky and the Sandlot, and you got Rocky winning it all? Yep. All right, fair enough. Now, Howie, this has been a lot of fun. I told you, though, that I would let you tell one story about our New York Yankees when we were back in Syracuse. And I believe it was 1998. Tino Martinez. How did I yes, channel boy. the energy to make it happen, Howie?
3: All right, sorry, my, my daughter decided her show just ended, so she's up yelling at me. So That's all, all guys, right. let's go. Oh, so, um, yeah, so uh, we were in a lounge. Everybody's watching a World Series. That was the 98 Yankees, the 125-15 team that everybody remembers. Uh, against the Padres. And, Dane, honestly, I don't really remember what game it was because that whole series just blended into one. But Tino came up, and it was at uh, the bases were loaded. Dane takes his T-shirt off. It's the the, the T-shirt with the Martinez, 24, in the back. He's standing on the table in the lounge, and he is yelling louder than anybody I've ever heard in my life. life. And the people are coming down from the 12-4 saying, quiet down. And he's like, Tino, feel the power, feel the power. And then, of course, that one pitch comes in, and it's like, it should have been a strike. And everybody's like, gosh, he should have struck out. And, of course, every anti-Yankee fan sitting there is saying, oh, no, man, these should be out. Two pitches before that, it was a ball. So either way, it was a full count no matter how you look at it. Next pitch, the second it hits the bat, It's like, let's see the replay again and see the beer fly up in the upper deck because that was such a shot. And it was like, Dane, I think you screamed louder than you would, or as loud as you would if the Jets were to win a Super Bowl in your lifetime. I mean, it was so absolutely hysterical to watch. That's and right, that's right. It was like, one Martinez. A, a
1: one Martinez helping another. That was game one of the nineteen ninety-eight World Series, where Constantino right. Martinez went yard, helped by the energy in brew one of, of Dane Martinez. And I parlayed that, Howie, to become speeds the spittin' statistician that you hear right now on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Howie, we gotta go to a break. But thanks for having us on having coming on. And remember to keep voting <laughs> and we'll see who the champion is of the greatest. Sport movie of all
3: time. All right, I will do that. Thanks for having me on, guys. It was a blast. Fair
1: enough. When we come back, we tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. Chris Pavona and Dane Martinez on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio check checkout for your special discount.
1: Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big thanks to my man Howie Balaban coming on and talking about the final four of the greatest sports movie of all time tournament that we've been doing to put the fun in functional sports radio. Hey, Chris, let me ask you, that story he told about me in the uh, 1998 World Series, does that sound like the Dane Martinez, you know, yelling louder than everybody, taking his shirt off, cheering? I have no idea who he's talking about. What do you think, Chris? Well,
0: I've gotten the, uh, I've had the privilege of going out with you a few times. It's not that far-fetched. Alright, fair enough, fair
1: enough. Just like how he said that I helped channel the power for that Grand Slam back in 98. I'm going to help my guys Billy Ho and Sidney Dean channel the power. I think that we're going to have an upset here. I think we're going to have Rocky versus White Men Can't Jump in the final next week and I think that through the power we will have White Men Can't Jump crowned as the greatest sports movie of all time. Also, as you know, we've been going division by division focusing in on teams. Next week. We are done with all the teams. Next week, what we're going to do is I'm going to go through my updated position-by-position position rankings for fantasy football. You guys have drafts coming pretty soon. I know we will start at the quarterback position, then move on running back, wide out, tight ends. We will be going through that all for the next week and beyond as I tell you who you need to you know fade, who you need to focus on, who is great value at every position as you get ready for your fantasy football drafts. I also, I got to get into this, okay? Because when we get into the football season on Fridays I'm going to also be giving you my fade the public pick that's going to be brought to you by the sports action app and they are great because they not only show all the lines you could track your bets but they also let you know where the public is voting and you know speeds the spitting statistician loves to fade the public you're going to see me betting the Cleveland Browns at home as underdogs all season long and also here on Fridays you know I've been giving you called shots every Friday two weeks ago I told you on Friday that before we came back on Monday that Jay Cutler would be the new starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. That Tannehill was going to be out. Last week on the Friday show, I told you before we come back on Monday that Roberto Aguayo would be cut by the Tampa Bay Bucks as their kicker. And what do you know? It was another shot called by Speeds the Spitting Statistician right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Tonight I am telling you before we come back on Monday The news will come that Blake Bortles has lost his grip on the starting quarterback job of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it'll be my man Chad Heniala Vodka and 62% of you who answer the poll agree. And then next week on the Friday show, I will once again call my shot saying that Floyd Money Mayweather is going to win by unanimous decision in that spectacle in the desert. Every Friday here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, on the Fantasy Freestyle, whether you're listening live on the network, whether you're listening live on TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Radio, or you're seeing us on the YouTube stream, you will get your picks to help you win your league and win that game. Cash and all season long, I'm going to be held down by my man and the bounty hunter, Chris Bavona. We're going to be dropping bombs on it. We're going to be giving you quotes from coaches. We're going to be giving you all sorts of picks. We are going to get real heavy into football starting next week, position by position rankings. If you want to hear my baseball takes, though, don't worry about it. You can always listen in to the DFS lineup lock show on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and also watch it if you have Dish TV on channel 266 Tony Sincotta and Dane Martinez will be making you money on the DFS lineup lock show listen to what I said Chad Henny a la vodka on Monday come on right back enjoy the weekend I'll see you on Monday dropping stats over beats it's Dane Martinez speeds the spitting statistician on the fantasy freestyle on the award winning fantasy sports radio network happy weekend